Yo, 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 what up, what up, good morning, good morning, GMG, um, I don't even know what day, Tuesday, November 28th, 2023, look at that, another beautiful day to have a beautiful day! I am joined today by our champion, our friend, our co-host of FOMO Hour Rock Radio, the fresh buy of DACA, aka the most wrecked, aka the mock dog, OSS! <laughs> <laughs> Obi GM King, how you doing? GM man, yeah, good. Good to be back. Glad to be back. Oh, oh. I, I t- that took everything out of my body. I want to be out there at the next CFN in Dubai on the ring. Opening for you, uh, because last, <laughs> last I heard, I heard, who wants a piece of me? Ovi, our champion is back, our goat, our king, the man that made us a bag uh, just a few days ago. Already back and fresh to death. No cornrows, though. Uh, back in London. Ovi, how does it feel to be back home, king? Feels good to be back home. Feels, uh, yeah, feels good to come home and win him. It's good. Feels good, man. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Listen, that was that was one hell of a fight. We definitely missed you on the show all week last week and yesterday. And yesterday, but at least you're back in one piece. You know, you're 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 all there. There's no black guy. Nothing. He didn't touch you. He didn't touch you. I had it. I did I just I busted my lip a bit, but I think it's here. I think it's healed now. He did, did catch me there. Um that was it. Yeah, no injuries. Uh I feel good. Yeah, listen. It, it looks like you, you, you definitely, you definitely don't look uh, wrecked one bit. You absolutely love to see it, and it's so hyped uh, to see you back. And I'm sure we'll get into the whole fight and stuff and everything in a second. And let me check one second on Mando. I know Mando's on the Twitter space, but he's on a, a video. Mando, how you feeling? How you doing? How's everything? On GM your guys, end? how are you? <laughs> Stuff's it's not good working. Good to today. have him back. It's good to have him back. <laughs> Hashtag free Mando um, in the in the chat. Uh, Visual for... problems today. Visual problems, no audio. Um, yeah. I think my camera ran out of battery last night for some reason, and it's taken an age to wear up. So it'll, you'll see me in a minute. It'll boot up when it'll boot up, but it's definitely good to all three uh, be back. Listen, we held it down, OV, but look, like we we still need your fucking market reports, King. We we need we need the we need the the nuts on the table energy. Okay, so so now we're fully back and we're gonna get into <laughs> into into everything. But you know, I had as a topic today that the the fights. Well, listen, we'll get to the market update. We'll get to the NFT market update. We'll get to my God. I have a few things set up for every everybody here today. We got uh, what else? We got we got um, we got Vitalik thinking that AI is gonna surpass humans 
and Mando, who I assume is an expert in yesterday's Vitalik post blog post. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but Vitalik did write a bunch about the Ethereum network. Um, and then last but not least, we'll be joined by our uh, Art Basel, a partner, our Mercedes-Benz. So this week, every day of the week, we'll have like a few, a few minutes at the end of the show, a different partner uh, for each day that's coming to Art Basel and doing the event with us. And he's super freaking sick. Uh, and today's Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz next. So we'll get to that. But first, Ovi, listen, we got to talk about this fight a little more. Okay, because you yeah, came out there, you went out there swinging, you were swinging and swinging, and we were so excited. More of the swing, Mando and I were euphoric on the Friday morning show. Okay, we we're so hyped. Sadly, it was pushed two hours, but hey, we still live stream with the homies. A lot of us had a bag on you, so drinks on me at our basil. Anything you want, anything you need at any time of the day. I <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I got That's you from on that front. But listen, like, how did it feel, man? How do you, how do you, how did it feel going out there? Tell us more about the experience. Like, seemingly there was a lot of people. Like, run me through the whole, like, you know, the crypto fight night. Yeah, it was a really good event, actually. Like, I think there were probably about 500 people at the whole event. Like, the whole thing was sold out. Um, and it, was, it was mental. They had like Amir Khan was there, Prince Nassim was there. So they had some pretty like serious, no uh, yeah, serious boxers there as well. So it was a good crowd. Um, and I think there were sixteen fights in total on the night. So the first few fights were the pro cards, and they did the crypto, the crypto fights. But yeah, it was um, it was a tough fight. You know, like he was a lot better than I thought he would be, and I think. I think we both underestimated each other. I think they underestimated me quite a lot as well. And as, you, as you can see from the odds, they had me. Yeah, um, yeah they, had, they had me as a massive underdog at three to one. So I think like there was underestimation from both sides. But um, I uh, I injured my calf about three weeks out before the fight, so I couldn't really move and fight the way we wanted to. And we knew he had like a big height and reach advantage. So basically, my coach and I were like, let's just fucking like let's just go for it in the first few seconds and just try and like stop the fight like try and get him to try and get the ref to stop the fight and i think to be honest with you i think if i was on any of the other crypto cards we would have stopped the fight in the first few seconds but to be fair to rahul like he was good like i, I came in swinging i caught him a few times but he just like held his ground stayed calm and carried on and he he caught me with like a really powerful right hand yeah. about halfway through the first round and to be honest with you like that that crushed me. That took the wind out of me for the, I was fit enough to fight the way I was fighting for three rounds, but that really crushed me because like I was seeing my, my ears ringing. I was seeing stars. Like I was about to go down, but I knew I couldn't go down. And I, yeah, it was bad. And like, I, I went inspiring. We'd practice a lot. Um, we practice a lot uh, of like dizzy sparring. We used to like spin around and stuff. So you like sparring dizzy and you know what it feels like. And so I, I wasn't like, it wasn't a new situation for me, but yeah, I think um, if I didn't turn around and carry on punching, I think I would have got standing eight count by the ref and wow. probably would have lost the fight. So that was a big, that was a tough, ever since, like after that point, I found it very hard to like push on the way I wanted to because it just like, I don't know, it just took a lot out of me, that punch. Dude, that was a clean one right there. That right? Uh, yeah. That was, that was cool. Listen, I mean, you, I know you saw the video, the replay, and I'll pin it, but we, we streamed live on, 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 our, on our rug video account. We're like, fucking, we're all going. Loxley, Ev, these, Benny, myself, we just all went on. It was so fun. But we did get so scared at the beginning. <laughs> when, yeah. 
<laughs> you went, Honestly, we, I could I could have gone down. I could have gone down at the beginning. Like, oh my god, that was good. We had all of us. Uh, we were all on there, jazz, everyone. And it was just hilarious. But uh, listen, you, you stood right there and and on, on your two feet, and you went, you know, you went hard, Mando. That was something. How did you feel? Uh oh, I don't think he meant to mute on that. Yeah, well, one sec. Oh, he's he's here. He's here. Hold on. There he is. There he is. Mando? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, wait, you're muted. There. What about now? Let's go. We're so back. The boys are back. The boys are back. Wow, it's been, come on. It's been, it's like six shows we were in Australia last together. Let's fucking go. Uh, but in a week, but only, but six shows. <laughs> but, yo, like, I love these replays. Listen, this is the replays playing on video. We're live on X video, Um, you know, X video and X on, on YouTube as usual if you're in the audience. We're playing some replays, chatting with Ovi about this, then we'll get to the usual crypto stuff, and we'll get the broadcast link. Um. Uh, out also in a second here for film hour episode 20 but listen ovi how does it feel to get clocked in the face though like i always wondered right like you're in there you're in the ring at 500 people watching you and you're like gas and you get hit in the face like was there like did you was it like all this stuff? was it much harder than you imagined i can't imagine getting I punched think, in i mean that. you get you get i i i've caught some pretty big punches when inspiring so it wasn't new to me but for some reason, this one just caught me in like a, in a weird way. Like it was like, it wasn't like on the mouth or in the eye and the nose. It was like on the chin. When you get caught on the chin, you just like lose your, so yeah, it was tough, but it wasn't like, you know, this is why I think you you have to spar hard before you do these things. Because if I, if I just sparred lightly, I, that would have been a new feeling to me. I probably would have gone down. Whereas like I've taken punches like that before. So it was, it, I was able to carry on, but yeah, it was, um, it was tough. Yeah. From that point on, it was really tough. I really had to like grind after that. No, that listen, that's awesome. You you almost solved, you know, uh, you know, you solved peace across CT and NFT Twitter. I'm gonna put you back in the ring. Maybe you're gonna solve a war uh, next because <laughs> I, I, honestly, every single human being on CT posted about you. Like I love the Garda Garda tweet, but also the CT folks. Like they were going to damn this. Yeah. Is a CT crowd, by the way, that we're betting against you, King? It was that the NFT. I know, crowd, I know. Like when I got the book, he texted me. He's like, "Yo, someone put twenty-five Gs on Rahul. Do you want it?" And I was like, "I'll take like eight, ten. So he took it, right? He was like, "How? How? How?" <laughs> well, it was just good to see everybody yeah. about it, whether they're punks or apes or fucking whatever. Like everyone was posting about it. Mando, you know. But that was uh that was that was fun, right? That we did. I thought it was exciting to to follow. What did you What did you uh? <laughs> you think Ovi should go and fight again? <laughs> I think he's got to retire now, right? Thirty three. You're starting to get a bit get get a bit old. Like retire on a thirty four. Oh fuck 34. me! Thirty four. Yeah. It's I think fine. you got one good fight and you left, but like one. I'm not going to put the pressure on you to do it. You know, there's, there's always always one good always one good fight left, huh? <laughs> I mean, Ovi, listen, when I asked you that in, in the on the group chat, you said you don't have a belt yet and you wouldn't mind getting one. So I'm not gonna lie, but before before the fight, I was like, I'm done. Afterwards, I'm like, ah oh, man, I really want to do it again. But um, you know, it's not up to me. <laughs> it's not all up to me. So I mean, your wife must have been like tripping out there. That's the first thing Vanessa asked yeah. me. How does you know? How does Ovi's wife feel about all this? Was she down? Like I'm, sh she was there. <laughs> Seems like she's relieved now. 
She's relieved now, but yeah, she was she was not happy about it. Let me <laughs> <laughs> you, you already you all were so restrained like two days, two ice a day. How can you you know there's a saying in football soccer for the Americans in here that says, but have you played a rainy night in like what is it? Uh in London well, kind of, in Stoke. Yeah, in cold Stoke. cold Tuesday night in Stoke. Yeah. Exactly. So but Ovi trained on cold everyday mornings in London on a track at six in the morning. You don't sleep on that. That was my thesis. You don't sleep on yeah. someone who has a dog in him. The dog in him. It's true. It's true. And we all won. We all won money on you, which is just like even oh. better. That was the best. I don't know what's going on with your camera, by the way, OSF. I think your, your camera. Yeah, I, not, I have no idea. Thumbs up, cracking me up. You're so bad. Like, it's so weird. But no, listen, listen, you got the dog in you. You got you got uh, everything in you. It was funny. Like, listen, all the shit corn communities, all the traders, all the shit corners, the NFTMFers, the founders. I was like, oh, it was just fun to see all this stuff go down. So listen, at the end, you topped it off perfectly with that smile and you're like, who wants a piece of me? <laughs> For me, that was everything. I was like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was, a, it was a great experience. Um, I'm always going to remember. I don't know my camera. What the hell is on my camera? But um, <laughs> it's a great experience. I'm going to remember that for a long time, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I think hopefully we get more NFT people in the uh, in, in the CFN next year. I think there might be one earlier. It might even be one in April next year. So it'll be cool to see more wow. NFT people on it for sure. I mean, listen. Uh, listen, maybe I'm going to have to fight, boys. I don't know. Like, when I saw OV fight, then I was like, damn. Damn, that looks cool. You know, I saw the timeline. I was like, damn, that's fire. But no. <laughs> I don't think... Mando, would you fight? I, I don't think I got it in me. I, I wouldn't get it. on the To get on the ring and fight another person like that, in front of that many people, it, I, OV, honestly, like, respect. Like, <sighs> that's different level of nuts on the table. I, I don't think I have it. And you got that dog in you? I haven't. I've never. I've never done a professional fight, so no. I don't. I don't think uh, at the age of yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I've got one in me. Never know. Yeah, I've got big old head. It's so like, a big old. You never know until you try it. Yeah. yeah. You never know until you try it. That's but the thing. You know, like pre-fight, Ovi. Like there is you trained. I don't think people realize. You trained two days. Now we can talk about it because you didn't want to talk about it when Doc Steph was listening to the show. Yeah. You trained tw twice a day for six months? No, no. I trained every day for three months and then twice a day for like the last three weeks. Um, but yeah. not just trained. Got punched around in the ring by Cowley, who's just as tall as the Doc Dev. Who, for those of you who know, there's a third founder of Canary. Cowley's... Callie's taller than Doug Stan. Sure. Taller. Like and your yeah. coach. Like, you sent us a video of getting hit in the stomach and going down, right? Like, a few weeks ago. Like, that's not just training. <laughs> it takes a lot. Yeah, it, take, it definitely takes a lot. But you also get into great shape. You're, like, super healthy. You feel there great you afterwards. So it's, it's a good, like, it's a good journey, I would say. Oh, and it finishes off in a cool playing way. the mind games, though. All that footage yeah. of Cowley beating him up, that, that wasn't real. Um, they were posted really? just, just to kind of throw Doc's dev off the uh, off the trail, <laughs> and then OSF did actually destroy his calf. So it was like, oh, <laughs> it kind of got ruined. Yeah, that's a bit. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> Video OSF sent us limping a few days before the fight, and I was like, fuck, that was bad. That was and, bad. Uh, that's that saved me because like before that, I could barely walk, and then uh, the guy like dry needled my calf. But when you get dry needled, you basically can't walk for like. 
it gets really sore. So I <laughs> couldn't walk for two days, two weeks before the fight. And I was like, shit. Um, That's so funny. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyways, you should post a reel, like a highlight reel of like Who all you your training. Fight? Who do you want to fight? Come on. Who's this one last fight again? Who's the last fight? Thanks, <laughs> That'd be Who's nice. The Who's the title fight? I don't know. I guess the question is like, because I Who fought above my weight. Yeah, I, do I, I do keep that, fighting too. above my weight? Or do I, there's no one else who's, who's lighter, so really. Gainsy, for us. Let's fight again. I don't think he's fit, not going to lie. So, <laughs> I, you should, who, um, who that belt? Like, just go get a belt. Go fight. Let's go. April, bro. It's around the corner. I could make I it have up. to fight Hedge, Hedgehog for the belt or Trading Lord for the belt. Yo, you can, come on. Hedgehog, you're that Trading Lord guy. When, when, that you, when you fight Sobe for a bile. Come on. Bile <laughs> okay. okay, that's it. That's enough boxing talk for today. I just... <laughs> That, that's enough all right well so <laughs> our champion's back we're so back let's fucking go uh we <laughs> we got we got two days till we print a new monthly candle with that let's talk about the market report right it's been a minute since we had one but i'll go to mando first i mean mando where's uh the market it looks like we uh we had a little slight dip yesterday a nice little bounce back the bears can't even get more than 12 hours uh, of bear market uh, right now. Uh, seemingly, we keep grinding up only. What, what What's going on across market? Yeah, so uh, it felt a little bit like we were going to break down a bit yesterday. Bitcoin hung out below 37K for a while. Um, and then overnight, just started getting bid up again. Um, ETH, I think, was under 2,000 for a little bit as well. And, and I think Solana went all the way down to like 53 area. Um, so... Bit of a dip everyone panicked then everyone realized they're not really that bearish and um and we're back up 37 and a half now on bitcoin uh 2040 on eth and 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 solana back up at 56. so um we had a dip um everyone i think even in that dip was like oh should i buy this dip should i buy this dip should i buy this dip and eventually that just meant that it wasn't really that bad i don't think we're going to get a substantial dip here now like it just feels as though the dips are going to get bought until the ETF headline, in my opinion. Um, so if you get those dips, I think just expect them to be shallower than you want them to be. And uh, at least until the ETF uh, gets announced, which is going to be in the next 30 days. So it still feels buy all dips market. Funding is in a better spot. Open interest on ETH and Bitcoin is still pretty high. So as we've said before, that, that kind of leads to uh parabolic move up or down um i think i think the playbook here personally and no one can listen to me is that we get the etf headline we rally up to plus 40k ETH probably 2300 area then um then the etf volume slightly disappoint i reckon remember the etf if it gets announced in january won't come until february or march so at that time, you also get the halving as well. So, like, it's a big old buy the rumor situation. Um, I think we probably get a bit of a dip um, in Q1 back to kind of like mid to low 30s and east maybe below 2K again. But for now, it feels it feels pretty strong and it's a buy or dip market. In terms of the narratives which are popping off again. I, 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 I have to step in. You're going to yeah. hate me though, but it's not my fault. It's StreamYard. Now you have the crackling again, and it got worse uh, as you kept it. Yeah, I, it's I not know. me. Though. Yeah, yeah. 
StreamYard, this is, by the way, I apologize to the audience for today's like technical difficulties, but Jenny weird. Like today's weird. Like we've been doing this for 450 days and StreamYard still fucking around. Like the crackling is not on Mando's end. Okay, so hashtag free Mando, but I'm not even gonna meme it. It's it's not on Mando's end here. So really apologies for today's show to everybody listening. <laughs> it's been weird. <laughs> But it's not really our fault here. Ovi, have you followed the market? Because you were in Dubai on the other side of the world, so I didn't want to go to you first. Like, I'm assuming you didn't have time for it. But did you catch up ever since? Yeah, I've been following it. I don't think there's much has happened since I've been away, really. Like, um, I know the rallies in, like, Arv and Solana and that stuff seems to have calmed down for a bit. Um, and I think... The ETF stuff, like it's, it's, we didn't get that headline that week, a, a couple of weeks ago, and then maybe the market expectation right now is that it, we get it in January. It seems like BlackRock and Grayscale have been in communication with the SEC because there have been some filing amendments and updates and stuff. So there is some progression. Um, but the timing of it, it seems like to me, it seems like they're working towards like getting it done by the 10th of January rather than like an early, um, an early approval. That's my hunch. But I don't think, you know, in between now and then, I don't think crypto will really sell off that material. I think we're going to be continuing to be range bound. Um, it's just the moves seem to, you know, if you just want to look at leverage and funding, all that kind of stuff, the moves seem to corroborate with that. I think so that would maybe is a good way to trade the current market movements. But um, yeah, that's basically it, really. I think um, uh don't really have much more to add on it. I think it seems like most of the focus now is on farming stuff you know i see people like i see this portal coin all over the timeline today there's obviously like a lot of stuff in blast the, the last few weeks like well the majors become range bound i think people start to look at other stuff to to generate alpha and that seems to be the focus right now in crypto yeah uh <clears throat> definitely mando uh you were talking etfs looks like we're getting closer but now you're, you're probably i think you should be fine now i don't think we're any closer than we were we were last week it, it does feel as though we're going to hear in January, and then there'll still be a little bit of FOMOing until it actually gets launched. It seems like basically what I'm saying there is that the ETF and the halving are going to line up. Like the ETF launch and the halving are within weeks of each other. Um, so that's going to be like a real, you know, any, everyone will have probably heard that that's going to come and you're going to start getting people asking you, well, should I get in, involved in this? And uh, So I think we probably have a little bit of a period here where you get some FOMOing. The main amount of FOMOing, as OSF said, like the things that are going to outperform right now are the things with the strongest narrative and yep. new coins. And what we're seeing is gaming has the strongest narrative right now. Anything that's touching gaming portal, for example, has come out today. It's a gaming related coin. Um, we've seen this with Super, the, the project um, that's up another 20% today seeing huge volumes like everyone's looking at gaming coins my whole feed is looking at different gaming coins um to yeah. so a lot of the stuff which Alex Be Alex Becker and, and um and uh his crowd are, are, are looking at is it's kind of taking a lot of the uh lot of focus yeah yeah exactly and then you're getting um an Elio trade sorry and then you're getting just new games as well, as well as some of the old ones coming up. So Alluvium, you've got um, Star Atlas is being looked at even again. Prime, uh, which is which is the parallel coin. You see, this Beam. is Star Atlas on the show. Remember, there was a whole big update with Star Atlas and everything that they had 
they, they, they had come back. And then we talked about, you know, remember it was like a few, it was a month ago, I think, or so. Yeah. We're, we're going to have uh, Beam, which is the old Merit Circle coin that's, that's been yeah. relaunched. I mean, Illuvium is so, constantly growing too. There's like there's like five or ten coins which is on everyone's lips, and they're already up probably a hundred percent in the last um, in the last month or so. My guess is that that these are coins which can. I I know this from the last gaming coin cycle. Like these things can go wild. So that's the strongest narrative, no doubt, in the market right now. Um, NFTs is is okay. DeFi is okay. There's some certain things, but like if you want to see the, the one sector which everyone's looking for like 10Xs in, it's gaming coins. So um, I would just maybe learn about the landscape a little bit. I've mentioned a few coins just then. Um, I do think that people like Elio Dres and Alex Becker are good people to follow in, in this market because they are the voice of, of, of that sector. And they are. I think successful gaming projects, you need good tech but you also need good marketing so like it does feel like they, they they've kind of got that engine going so a lot of the coins related to the stuff that they are doing is doing well and that's not even to do with like i, I think elio's gonna build mm -hmm. something good super but it doesn't even matter about the product to a certain extent they've got the they've got the the eyes on it and this feels like a very strong sector to have that right now even though i do think they've, they're, they're building something substantial as well um, and that's the same we're seeing with the nfts and there's the new coins so like blast getting attention obviously the, the the new coin by um by portal is going to get attention we're going to get five or ten new coins coming um and people are just going to want to be part of them uh for the pump so like, i i feel like we're in that that world right now um yeah some of the older coins that are just like like ovi said like even solana has become a little bit like quiet um a bunch of the other coins which which were big in the last cycle they're up but they're less they're not leading us anymore like the links the Solana, the AVAXs, the... I mean, they've run a lot already. I mean, Solana's run. Exactly, like, but they're not... When we, when we come each day, we're not saying Solana's hitting a new high. It's now, it's like, right, that gaming coin is hitting a new high. We've moved on yeah. from... I mean, it's really, I feel like it's rotation. Like, we're going to be saying Solana's hit a new high again in, like, three months, right? Yeah. I agree. I yeah. just it just feel like that's what's happening in the market right now. Yeah. There's coins which, for the last, maybe in October, are being replaced now with new coins with gaming coins that's that's what, all i'm seeing so yeah that's that's the main thing driving the market it feels feels like they're just up every day like i literally turn on the gaming coin screen and they're literally just up every day at the moment um that's a dangerous market to be investing in but uh, my guess is that we are in we're in a at least the next couple of months we're going to be in a uh, a inflow market like we're going to continue yeah. to see inflow two two things which caught my eye today though were um Number one is that there's a lot of talk about the fact that BlackRock might actually be, be buying Bitcoin right now, but it might be buying it from the miners. So there's a lot of how BlackRock is going to fund its initial inventory. And there has been some talk about the increase in hash rate being related to the fact that BlackRock is actually buying inventory directly from the miners. Um, that's, that's super interesting, actually. I just saw that in your minutes. I just pulled it up for those of you on video. I'm just sharing the screen, but interesting. So, because people are saying, look, if they need to go out there and buy thousands of Bitcoin, the number of Bitcoin on exchanges, even on like Coinbase or Binance, like yeah. any of the major, is an all-time low. It's an yeah. There's not low. enough. They need to get the inventory in the door. 
So there's a lot of talk about how they're going to do this. Um, and people have been saying that they may have been buying them. Remember, BlackRock actually owns decent equity um, stake in a lot of the different miners. So that might be something that they are doing, um, which I thought would be interesting. So we might see less of a market impact, um, even though obviously it's going to bring new funds into uh, into Bitcoin. And then I thought it was just an interesting blog, pro blog post from Vitalik. He seems to be... Um, he seems to be a bit more introspective about the problems facing Ethereum. I think he uh, he recognizes the need for changes in staking um, to maybe move quicker with some of the with some of the speed and um, and growth of the network. Um, so those are the two things that I caught my eye on a on a broader term basis uh, about what's going on in the market yeah. right now. Like maybe he can build a new narrative. Maybe not straight away, but you can build a new narrative for, for sharding and for um, scaling of Ethereum in 2024, maybe to be delivered in 2025. I think that would be, that would be, that could sustain quite a big bull run in ETH if he's able to do that. So I had the Vitalik thing as one of the topics, right? So may as well just ask you just quickly here, because he did write a monster post, which for, I have not gone around to read yet, but clearly like you've looked a bit into it. He talks about the risk of AI into the, in, in this article, for example. He says, AI is a new type of mind that is rapidly gaining in intelligence and it stands a serious chance of overtaking humans, mental faculties, and becoming the new apex species on the planet. So it seems like, like Vitalik is putting quite a clear message about AI here slash warning uh, around it. But he also talks about, um, about redesigning uh, the network, right? I'm assuming, you know, obviously talking about the Ethereum uh, network here. I couldn't find like a good breakdown of it. I don't know if you saw something. What's like, what's your TLDR read on this? Like on, on what Vitalik, you know, is, is, is talking about here when he means redesigning its network. So there's a few things that Vitalik keeps on bringing up. One of them is, is scaling. Uh -huh. Um, and the, the other one is AI and the third one is privacy. Um, there's, there's a big question about like privacy on the blockchain, right? Yes. Like we all, we all seeing, you know, <laughs> match that by Binance for fucking buying a coin. Like it's kind of weird. Like that's not what we would expect from a financial system. Um, so he is big on the concept of, of private mint mempools which is which is basically being able to um have privacy on transactions within a pool mm -hmm. um and he wants to build that that functionality so essentially to allow some level of privacy on ethereum even though it's not a privacy coin there, there have been some privacy change in the past like zcash which um never really took off but it is quite important like people don't want to see them being called out for like moving money. Um, right. And it's actually quite important for like a lot of different things, but people, people are, have a right, I think, to that level of privacy with their own money, um, particularly if they're just like moving it within their own bank and stuff like that. So he's, um, yeah, he's, he's, he basically pitched that. He also pointed out the issues of staking. There's a lot, there's a lot of issues in staking right now, but the main one is, is just the centralization of it. Um, and there's been attempts to try and rein in Lido. Um, I think all the other staking operators have agreed 
to essentially not go past a certain percentage of the total amount staked. Lido have not. Um, they continue to grow. Obviously, Blast has given them another few hundred million, few hundred million dollars worth of ETH, um, which isn't people are saying again is is risky. Yeah. So I think um, he's going to try and attack that with the Ethereum core devs. Probably have to be a bit more heavy-handed with what's going on with Lido, even though a lot of them are big backers of Lido. And um, yeah, the final one is just is just the uh, the. Uh, scaling and and speed of transactions, which it, I mean, he has already has a roadmap for that. But I think there's been a lot of criticisms about the pace of upgrades with ETH. Takes a long time um, for pretty core things to get done. It's quicker than like Cardano, for example. But speed is such an important thing for this, particularly if we are going to get um, as we're onboarding millions of users. I think he's just he's got to fire up his ass right now to, to kind of push through more of those things to keep Ethereum yeah. relevant. Honest, like keep yeah. keep it keep it from being attacked. Like it's very easy to attack Ethereum right now. It is. Um, yeah, everyone's trying to attack it left and right. Even under that post, like if you look at the comments from his monster post, it's a lot of people saying, "Oh, it doesn't hit like it used to be," or the market's down on the blog post like 2016, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I think it's clear that when he puts a post where we design network and write stuff like this, I think it's good for it, right? It's good for people to understand what can be built on top of the Ethereum network as a whole. So um, I think this TLDR is good. But for anyone curious, you go to Vitalik's page. And, uh, pardon me? He's a genius. Like, he knows what he's talking yeah. about. Um, of course. <laughs> and, but I do think there are problems. Right? Like... This is this is a market right now where the number of active addresses of Solana has just overtaken Ethereum. The Dex volume on Solana has just overtaken Ethereum. The number of um, and that that's and it's being attacked by Bitcoiners from even the application angle with things like ordinals. It needs to move quicker, I think, with some of these upgrades. Um, uh, he's the right guy, but it like it's going to be easy to attack Ethereum for a while, I think. Um, I agree. People are going to get. From, frustrated so i think this is good to to see him as a and i'm not i'm not bashing him anyway i'm just telling you this is the way it is like we're already seeing it and that's more just I mean, you see the sentiment on the timeline you just got to spend over an hour a day on twitter to see it like i think we all three of us see it around like it's just like you it's yeah. like of course when everything else pumps and you see ethereum like it's not even like i mean 2040 ETH. i don't mind it it's just at some point it's gonna go it's gonna be uh i'm waiting for the hated rally I'm here. I'm waiting. I, we're all waiting here. Yeah. But like, you know, I wrote something. I'll segue into NFTs now using that. But I wrote, don't marry blockchain. You know, we're seeing NFTs pump on ordinals. You're seeing the Solana NFTs go like Mad Lads went insane yesterday. Same for Tensorians. And then you have, of course, ETH NFTs that are also flying uh, at the moment. A lot of stuff happened on that sense. So don't marry your blockchain. You know, try to try to have a hand in, in multiple rotations. So I'll, quickly, I'll use that actually to, to go into, uh, into, uh, into NFT and, and its updates. Quite some movement in the world of NFTs, honestly. Um, obviously, shout out to Gordon. That that I loved. I mean, I saw you share that as well, Ovi. But, you know, got to love seeing Gordon uh, buy a Nakamoto card. Like, I think that's fine. Honestly, I texted him when I saw it. I was like, yo, that's sick. I was like, that's my favorite buy. Like, that's my favorite one. Out of all of them, like, maybe even as much as a zombie I post. Was, I think there was a better what? buy yesterday. I think we have to uh, we have to show some respect to you. What a what a purchase that was! Yo, I, yo, I see that coming. Um, I woke up this morning, 
and boldly anidas messages me being like yo uh, i've had like 17 sit ones in the last 24 hours which is now up at 27 and yeah <laughs> i look back and Farouk's bought the genesis yeah that's a wild I, buy we uh, kind of started a little like run a, <laughs> I mean, right? no. like, I'm, yes, yeah, I'm the one, but, like, I'm a huge fan of his. Yeah, uh, you are. Obviously, he does the daily comics. He bought it for one and a half ETH. Like, yeah, no. peanuts. Be, Honestly, that could be a good buy. I think so. Here's a thesis, right? Like, I'm I'm here yesterday, and I've always I've been a fan of Bolt for a minute. Like, I I I remember messaging him in March. Like, it's funny. I went back and looked. There was me messaging him saying, "Yo, I love your stuff," because he used to comment under my stuff. He had like 300 followers. And I was like, yo, I really like, because, you know, I'm a Pepe fanatic. <laughs> so he's drawing Pepe. So I'm like, yeah, I love your shit. And, uh, and then, you know, he, um, so yesterday I'm browsing. I'm like, well, let me just buy one of one at least so I can own something. And, you know, he does this thing where he increases the price after every sale of a new one-on-one up to 100 of them for, by 0.01. So it's 0.5, 0.51. So now it's at 0.7 something because it's like, 20 more sales. I didn't even know either until I saw he responded to you earlier and I shared that tweet. So then same thesis as when I bought the Sartoshi Genesis on foundation, right? Like I saw Sartoshi pop in. I saw him. He was like doing memes online. Everyone's liking his stuff for tweeting his stuff. I'm a huge fan. And he puts his thing on foundation. I bid it. Ironically, I outbid Jake, the DJ, and Sobe and Jack Butcher back in 2021 for it and won that. It was like 0.7 ETH or something. So I won his first piece on like foundation. So I saw someone listed and change the price of Borderland Ice's one of one, the Genesis, to 1.5 buy now and 1.4 reserve. And I was like, fuck it. Thankfully, there was a buy now because it was a reserve. You know, people would have picked up on it and I would have gotten like outbid, probably by you and a bunch of other folks. But, um, but you know, it, it felt good. What? I think that's crazy, Chief. I don't know, but like, if he's I agree. pieces right now for 0.75, this is a yeah. 1.5, like. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I am really just pumping you back, but that is, that is a wild mispricing, I think. I think it's going to be worth it a lot more than that. It was a wild mispricing, and funny enough, I was the second person to buy it, um, because the first person, uh, I believe, actually paid, uh, bought it from, like, it, it moved hands uh, before. Uh, before me, so I thought that was interesting. I mean, Ovi, you know, you're the you're the artist in the room. You've you've yourself blown up at some point. I mean, it's cool to see something like that, right? Like you see Bolo and I just he's like been, nowhere. Yeah, he's been he's been rising up the ranks for um you know for the last few months now, and I think he has great engagement on some of the stuff he posts. And I think like the reason why his stuff is good is because he he gets the space. Like it's not cringe. Like his his yeah. comics and stuff are like they're smart they're smart and they're funny and they're very he captures like the zeitgeist very well i think i think that's why he's so good um because the joke he like he gets he, it's not just like some random gets. artist just like doing yeah like oh hey here's guy guys you see whatever like right. the joke's <laughs> funny yeah so i think he's really good yeah. You know what it is, though? Also, like, he's got both CT and NFT Twitter. Like, he's got, you know, what's his name? Uh, Cold Blood Schiller, I think his, like, yeah. PFP by Boulder Niners. He does Sokka's thing, too. He has small, I mean, literally, Inverse Bros PFP is by Boulder Niners. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. Like, name a more iconic account than, or maybe he switched it, but before this one, it was, it was, you know, Small Things PFP. He had it was, for a while. Yeah. And so it's just, this yeah. is hilarious, right? Like, it's just like, 
these little comics are great. But I think like the lesson in that, what I love is that people in NFT space will be very quick to rally behind an artist that is genuinely doing something like cool like that. Like you were, like I saw his talent. I was like, it's really cool. But you were like, I'm going to have him do a daily comic for my Mando Minutes, right? And so that helps a lot because you picked up on that. And Cobra Schiller, clearly also he seems to be doing memes for him too. And then like he puts himself out there every day and eventually it hits. Before, we picked up on him for Red Guy first, actually. When he was about a thousand followers, I saw him and I was like, we've got to have him do daily comic for Red Guy. Yes, and then then the Mando Minute stuff. But like... You know, he told me that he had, like, he was in, he's been in this space for ages, right? Like, he has an alt account, which is his old account, where he was, like, an artist, and no one cared. And then he started doing these comics, and it's, like, blown up. Um, which is just kind of funny, like, like you just said, just sticking around, clearly saw, like, like a, a niche there to, like, do, which, which I think a lot of people like, yeah. um, and has just crushed it ever since. It's a classic example of someone just sticking around in crypto and finally yeah. just finding that thing and it just goes parallel. Look, like Rohan, like the founder of Dapper Labs picked this up the other day, right? And and someone tagged me on there saying, that's Farouk, not John Wick. That's how I saw it. And I was like, that's hilarious. I'm like, that's a huge compliment, by the way, because I'm a big John Wick guy. But like his Gainsy one got like 1,000 likes. Like he just like his capo stuff. So it's just funny. Uh, so anyways, big winner uh, yesterday. And most big shout out. Actually, good thing we're bringing him up because he's pretty much like, at the center of attention right now for the NFTs. And there's been like, what, 30 sales about that. So um, you love to see it. Gordon Bayanaka was fire. Big Ringer sale, 82 ETH. Punks are still selling at, at, at these prices. And they're overall, you know, uh, NFTs are all seemingly doing well. So love to see it across all chains. Across all chains. And Mad Lads had a gigantic day uh, yesterday. Um, I think that's the one I got like when they sold. What? Spoke to the uh, spoke to the devs. The devs of who? I said we're adding all the different chains to DGENs, by the way. Solana, let's go. Bitcoin. Let's go. Let's go. You absolutely love to see that. That'll be good. I think that'll help a lot because like even when you share here, like I think it's great to have all ETH NFTs, but you know, once you have everything, you can get a better idea of, of the global look. Like it looks like everything's healthy, man. You you absolutely love to see this. And even if I go on here, and I mean speaking of magic eating, because I was on it. Looking at the Mad Lives Force, like 127 sold now, by the way. It dropped to 75 last week, by the way, in one shot. And so you had, like, there's so many opportunities in NFTs and just coins right now on every single chain. It, it's, it's just really cool to see. I just love that. Like, I just know people are winning everywhere. I'm just trying not to spread myself too thin here, but, <laughs> but it's, definitely, it's definitely fun uh, to see that. But anyways, all right, let's go. Let's go on to our, what? This is a point on that. I think it's no sleep season. Like, I, people always like, I'll slow down and like, you know, like, yeah. oh, I think you have, having been in this space for, what, three years now, it's been about four or five times where it feels like this. And everyone's like, oh, slow down. Like, oh, there'll be another one. Th these, these times don't happen that often. Like, <laughs> I think you've really got to be focusing. Like, me already, I think we've hit like 220Xs on some of the, the private coins that we've, we've done recently. Some other coins are doing like 2X, 3X in the last month. Like, uh -huh. this is the sort of time where you, you really, really do need to be focused on this space. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I know everyone has doing different shit, but like, 
if you're going to focus any time on crypto right now, I think it's 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 now until until February or March. Yeah, I mean, there are few opportunities to change your life. There's going to be few opportunities to change your life in this lifetime. I saw that in 2021 early on, and I went all in. I literally had the conversation with my girlfriend, my mom. I was like, guys, I'm going all into this. I'm going to change everyone's lives. You know what I mean? And I'm starting to feel that again. It's like a second run of it. Not that we've stopped for three years. <laughs> but there's a few windows in your life where you're going to have the chance to like literally change your life and the life of people around you. And I think that's one of them. And it's, it, you're right. Like it's coming. No sleep season. I don't know. I would sleep though. Cause last bull run, I didn't sleep and I really fucked myself up, uh, health wise. So I wouldn't say that. I mean, Ovi, I'll let you close out on this and then I'll bring our Mercedes Benz next partners here on, on stage. Cause I know we're running behind and I want to chat with them, but why don't you close us off on this topic? Give us a nice little speech, Rocky. <laughs> on, well, on no sleep season. Yeah. No sleep I mean, look, it's, it is, I think. I think, it, I, I mean, I don't know if we're like fully at no sleep season. I think there have definitely been some big trades um, that you could have caught if you were switched on, but I think they seem to be more legacy stuff. That's like, this is this is a good idea that was down 80%. Now it's back up again, stuff like Solana, stuff like some of the gaming coins, but we've, we're going to be there. We're definitely going to be there. And um, we're all just waiting for it to start. So I think the best thing you can do is like have your, the layer of the land at your fingertips now such that when you do get to that point where everything's fucking going up 100%, 200%, you're not like panicking and FOMOing on what to buy. You're developing, you've already developed like ideas and opinions and views on what you want to own before that happens. Um, I think that's what you have to be doing now. And like gaming seems to be a very big theme at the moment. And it was a big theme last cycle. So I think like having exposure to that makes sense. You have to figure out which coins. Um, and I think being on top, I, I personally think the easiest trade right now for people who don't have a lot of capital is to be on top of like upcoming token airdrops that you can farm because you don't need a ton of capital to farm them um, and you tend to get a pretty good return and it's basically free money if you're just willing to put in some work and, and craft a little bit. So I think that's what I'd be focusing on if I didn't have a lot of capital and these things can add up, you know, like you do five or ten of them and if you manage to get like a um a five figure airdrop on, the, on on all of them then suddenly you're getting close to like 100k in free money and then that gives you a lot of capital to play with when, when things run up so i would be on top of that because i do think the coins that will perform the best will be new coins and we kind of have seen that with the meme token that came for um the meme land ecosystem because you don't have old bags that are down loads of money right it's like a brand new coin nice shiny thing and that stuff can do well so um, you know, we talked about Portal, we talked about Blast. Those are two of the ones that don't make the timeline right now. But I think there there will be more, and staying on top of how you can farm them and how you can be involved in that stuff um, is is paramount. And then if you're someone with capital, then I think you should be looking at you know like how can I invest in the pre-sale and the stuff and and get that exposure before the coin actually comes to market. I think that's where a lot of the alpha is as well. So um, that's just my take right now. And then it's going to be a case of like. When we're fully in full bull market mode, it's going to be a case like, you know, which coin, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it's going to be very exciting. I do think get as fit as you can now because the next few weeks and months, you're going to, you're going to get fat. So I'm trying, I'm trying, Ovi. I'm, I'm out. I was in there this morning at seven 30 in the morning. So I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to be like you, you know, I'm uh, you're the cornrows slapped, by the way, I forgot to tell you that Whew. the cornrows with the hair. Yo, that was, that was fire. 
It, it, when you smile with erect on your teeth in the cornrows, you look scary. <laughs> I did not fuck with you in that room. When I saw that, that screenshot of you there, you look like a you yeah, about scary. to rip his head off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that's a great speech. Let's bring up, let's bring up Max. I see Max in the stew, Mister Max of Mercedes Benz. Next, good morning, good morning. How you doing? Yo, what's up? I'm doing good. How's everyone? We're doing fantastic. Max, where are you tuning in from this morning? Uh, Berlin, as most of the time. Nice. Yeah, nice. I mean, yeah, I should have, you know, kind of done the, kind of figured uh, that you were based in Germany, uh, given that you work with Mercedes. So Mercedes-Benz next, you know, one of our, one of our partners, <laughs> one of our partners for Art Basel, which is like, honestly, around the corner, no stress, no pressure. I'm starting to like, oh my God, it's like literally like next week, like next, pretty much next week. <laughs> and, uh, and as you, some of you may know, but it's been at the top of the Twitter space. Uh, you know, we're doing a pretty large activation with the R House uh, and Mercedes-Benz Next is one of our partners uh, for that. So it's super cool. And we're glad to have you guys uh, on the show. But Max, uh, today you came to speak to us about your endeavors in the, in the Web3 space. I remember um, see, meeting you all on the Twitter space with Locks and, and G-Man, which was really inter interesting. And, uh, and you guys have obviously been in the space for a minute now. We actually covered Mercedes entering the space on this show because it made you news did. it made minutes yeah so we covered it here but maybe you can tell us more about you know what you're up to right now yeah what uh and and you know what you guys have done so far 100 percent. so um since we entered we basically launched three collections the first was machina which we did together with harm van derpel we did with fingerprints which was very art focused because we figured yeah. we didn't want to jump in right away and you know go all in with the cars but rather do something they felt native and respectful to the space. And to me, art is always, it's the strongest use case. It's the most established use case, right? This is, that's how I got into NFTs. To me, art is sort of the, you know, the, the common yeah. denominator. And that, that's why it felt very natural to us. And then from the beginning on, we also said we want to do something for the Mercedes-Benz uh, top customers. It, it, it didn't feel right to go into the space and forget about them. So the, the second thing we're doing and still doing is called Eternity. So selective top customer events around the world. We're onboarding uh, some of like the, you know, the kind of people that have 20 Mercedes Benzes, 30, 40 that, that have, you know, some of the really exclusive models and they're getting a free mint. And, and it's a very, we onboard them manually. So we really show them the ropes and, and, and explain to them what all of this is. And then uh, what, what the, the last collection that we launched is uh, Mercedes Benz Next Icons which was sort of top of mind from the beginning on because it's the one where we're really focusing on, on the cars and the models. And obviously, if you're thinking Mercedes-Benz, you are thinking cars. So that, that was something that from the beginning on, we knew we wanted to do, but we just took our time a little bit um, to, to build a foundation first. And um, that's minting right now. And the, the way we, we went about it is we basically, we took a look at 137 years of Mercedes-Benz history and together with uh, experts at Mercedes, uh, we looked at the 56 most iconic models, the ones that sort of everybody knows, everybody loves. So and, cool. and then we thought about, you know, how do we make that collectible as an NFT? Uh, and, and I can go into a bit more detail, but basically we came up with seven eras because, you know, as I said, it's 137 years. Uh, and, and we launched the first era, which is basically modern times. It's, you know, models that you can buy today. Uh, and, and that's what, what's still minting right now. That's cool. 
Actually, I was sorry because I'm also reacting to the video I'm showing on on if you're on YouTube or like X video, we have the broadcast link out there, and and Max is obviously on stream with us right now. This is this is really cool. I mean, I'm also like a car nut, and then growing up, I loved <laughs> collecting little um, Hot Wheels, but also like the other models. So it kind of reminds me of this, but digitally, right? Like you're collecting like different models of of iconic uh, Mercedes cars, and from the content here, it seems like you guys are really going all in to this uh, to this Web3 venture. And I remember us sharing about this because you were sharing on the main accounts and everything. So I guess, you know, what are what are these icons going to do, right? You guys obviously have a presence. You, got, you guys come into our Basel. You're going to be with us. You're going to be out there. You're clearly trying yeah. to build a community. You talked about onboarding your current yeah. collectors of Mercedes-Benz cars, which is great. I love that. Big fan of this. How's how's the reception been on their end, by the way, when it comes to these endeavors? On the on the Mercedes side, they've been very excited and, and, and very tuned in from the very beginning. So this is something that yeah. you know, hundreds of people on the Mercedes side are involved in one way or another. It's something that you know the, the board uh, takes an interest in. And everything that we've done so far goes through Gordon Wagner's team, which is you know wow. the chief design officer. That is a team that is responsible for all of the designs, both the physical designs, you know, the the the, the actual shape of the car, but also inside all the interfaces, uh, all of that. And yeah. uh, Gordon was already involved with Ham van der Derp. It was a, it's a nice video where where you see Ham and, and Gordon uh, discussing, and, and Ham actually tells the story how he originally wanted to do Machina uh, 2D, and then Gordon was like, "Well, but can't you do a 3D?" And, and Ham got really he was like, shit, now I got to do a 3D, you know, because it's sort of rim inspired. I, and and they, he actually went back and, and, and redid a, a lot of work already. Cool. And um, that I think that was a collaboration, which I, uh, obviously Harm spearheaded and where Gordon just gave some input. But for uh, Icons, that's all the work of uh, the, the actual design team. Um, and, they, so, you know, it's a, it's a labor of love for them. So it's bringing the cars that they design in the physical world into um, the digital world and, and they then thought about how do we make this interesting? We, we don't just want to take the models and, and, and mint them, but you know we, we got to do it in a way that feels Web3 native. So they yeah. came up with different uh, trades. They came up uh, with variations of those trades and they played around, which to me is very interesting. They looked at like, what is our current design language? Oh, cool. Um, and, and took that and, and we have all kinds of interesting effects on the icons. So, um, the design team in particular, but also other parts of, of Mercedes are very involved and um, wow. it's a lot of fun. It's a new experience, right? It's it, like, it, it takes a while to sort of uh, understand why everything in the Web3 world is the way it is, but th there's a lot of interest. This is sick, by the way. I mean, this is really cool. This is like this project you guys did and a lot of y'all in the audience that, that are like art, on the art side, like this is a project that y'all did with Han van den Dorpel and fingerprint style, right? Which was really cool. And I love the full screen view on them. And, and you can actually, you, you can zoom in with the mouse, you know, you, you can change the angle of a machine. You, you can uh, zoom in, zoom out, which is part of the fun. It's, it's always interactive art is always a little bit difficult to understand. Uh, you know, it's all squiggle joke. Yeah, it this moves. is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's shout to squiggles in our box. It was their anniversary yesterday. But this is, this is nuts. Like I'm clicking on things. I'm, like, wow, that was, uh, it's cool to see like large brands like entering a space in that fashion. I remember that's exactly why we mentioned you guys. That was before like we were even in discussion with you guys regarding events when I was months ago. Um, and I, and I really clearly remember I was talking about it on the show and I thought that was really, really cool. So, you know, obviously 
you've it's good that we went over this because to talk about you guys it was months ago so when did this drop again it was like so machina was in in may if i'm not mistaken everything moved so quickly uh but yeah we, we really had it <laughs> staggered and then we said we're going to do machina first um then we took some time uh to to onboard some top customers started in in singapore uh, and, and then we came out with Icons, which is minting until Thursday evening, Thursday midnight Pacific time. And then the first season is, is over and everything, every Icon that isn't minted until then will never exist. And then we're on to the next season, uh, beginning of next year. Exactly. So speaking of next season, you know, kind of my, my, my last question for you was like, what can people expect from you, right? Mercedes-Benz, yeah. which is the Web3 arm of Mercedes-Benz, like what are you, what's, what's yeah. coming next season? And you're going to be in Miami. Maybe if you want to talk about what you got going on in Miami and then yeah, 2024, like what's what's uh, what's going on and everything got planned up. 100%. So I think there's always a, a short-term perspective and a long-term perspective. And um, as a very large brand, we never want to over-promise, you know, and, and give you like the, the full vision because we know people, you know, if you're in Web3, you're, you're sort of used to, a bit of speculation, a bit of gambling, but I think like, oh. as a large brand, we got to be a little bit more careful, which is why we always said, you know, short term, we, we, we want to make very sure that people understand this is for us, it's primarily a collectible. It, it's a way to really celebrate the Mercedes-Benz uh, heritage. You know, it's, we have all of these people that, that love to collect art. We have all of these people that love to collect in the physical space. How do we bring this to life? Uh, in the digital realm. And, you know, we hope there's some Connats out there. We hope there's some Mercedes-Benz fan that really find the model that they love, that they maybe grew up, always wanted to have and, and uh, collect that in a, as an NFT. But then, of course, you know, there's, the, the technology offers so many possibilities and um, there's a bunch of ideas. And for us, there's different directions we want to uh, take. So one is we, we're doing a lot of things to onboard new collectors. So on the one hand side, tell people that native to the NFT space a little bit more about what we're doing. This is, you know, what we're doing the, the, the space together. This is what we'll be at uh, Art Basel and, and we'll, have a, mm -hmm. uh, we'll have different activities there and do a panel. And, you know, we love it when people come up to us and, and learn a little bit more. We love to tell our stories um, and, and, and also hope that, that people get that, you know, we are doing this because we love the space. And I think that's something that only comes across when you really take the time and and, and talk to us. Uh, on the other hand, we'll do a lot more to really onboard physical collectors. So we're actually reaching out to some car collectors clubs, helping them understand the space. Okay. We're making credit card payments easier. We're making no wallet solutions available, you know, because the UX is just difficult for people. And then for me, if I, when we're thinking about the future of this collection, I think when you have something that's primarily a collectible, the question is always, how do you increase its memetic value, right? And obviously, Mercedes as a brand already has a lot of that uh, brand value, just got uh, coined the number seven, seven uh, largest or most valuable brand by Interbrand. And, uh, it, it, it has the most history in the NFT space, but we don't want to rest on our laurels. We want to go out to events. We did something with Bright Moments. We'll be at Art Basel. We're doing some of our dedicated Mercedes-Benz events. Uh, but we're also thinking about how, how can we play around with you know, those 3D models that we have? Can we take them into new unexpected directions? Can we play around with out of home? Can we play around with uh, XR? Do we bridge physical and digital and, and that kind of stuff? And we don't want to make any promises because 
we we are uh, trying to get a little bit more flexible on our roadmap. So so far we had something that we really executed over one and a half years, and and now we want to get into more dialogue with the community and really figure what's the next step, what what moves the needle, what do you want? You know, you want more set mm -hmm. building, or is it really about bringing them to life? And for that, we'll we'll do a bunch of formats where we uh, get into discussions, reach out to the community, talk to people in Miami, online, here, to figure out uh, which of these ideas that we have do we pursue as the next step. That's awesome. I, I love to hear that. Looks like you guys have a very solid plan and uh, also seventh most valuable brand in the world. That's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> someone constantly building brands and at least trying every day of my life since 10 plus years. That is pretty cool. Uh, I'm not going to lie. That is, that is uh, pretty, uh, pretty cool. Listen, I'm going to try and collect a 300 SL. Um, hopefully I get that. I have a feeling there's going to be a premium on those because that is definitely a dream car for all the young uh, boys out there that grew up loving kids, boys and girls who grew up uh, loving uh, loving yeah. cars uh, for the matter. So uh, I'll, I'll try. I, I always try collecting the Mercedes. I mean, Mando, what is your favorite Mercedes Benz? Do you have a favorite M Mercedes? Actually, I think Ovi right, drives. I, he does drive a Mercedes, actually. He drives AMG, yeah. Yeah, he does. He does have an AMG. He has some nice AMGs and some nice G-Class also. I know. I mean... Listen, I'm Persian. The G-Class was designed for the Iranian mili Persian military in 1956. You know, we kind of we originated the G-Class. That's what we love. We're white G-Wagons. You know someone's Persian when they got a white Mercedes C300? You know? <laughs> <laughs> we, we have some nice white G-Wagons. Take a look. Listen, 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 listen. Well, well, listen. It's not a bull market yet, Max. Okay, chill. Let us know. Okay, let us cook. Right. <laughs> we'll talk next bull market uh, when that Sounds good. when that happens. Mando, what 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 would be your 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 go to Mercedes if you had to collect one? I like Ovi's car to be honest. It's a, it's a nice little car to drive around. But I know <laughs> I can yes. Persian wheels. You know <laughs> <laughs> the Persian wheels. Hell yeah, you'd love to see it. But anyways, Max, listen, uh, pleasure to have you this morning. Thank you so much for you know coming here. Obviously, like I love what you guys do in this space, but also thank you for being a great partner of ours. And excited to see what are, are you personally going to be flying to Art Basel? Unfortunately, I'm, I'm the only one from the team that, that won't be there. Uh, the oh, other three, I, I, I have a small daughter and I was already in, in Tokyo this year for bright moments. Fair. Uh, so, and I, I was really bummed I missed Marfa, but you know, those are the compromises you talked about. Uh, no sleep season starting. You always got to get that balanced life between the different parts of your life. But the uh, team is really excited and, and um, very uh, interested to hear uh, the discussions you all have there. Listen, I love that you'll be able to meet him at uh, the R house. I love that in your team core team pages have cryptodes, a punk, which is you, fellow punk, and then an MFR and a crypto Venetian. <laughs> I think, I think. And, and we have some rec guys in the team also, yeah, actually. Yeah. So we're, we're always switching around the PFPs. Uh, Put him on the website. But, yeah. Put him on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Him I, I got to talk to him. <laughs> I love that. Listen, Max, a pleasure to have you. Thank you for coming. Appreciate you. With that, everybody, we will yeah. see you all tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Time for the episode of FOMO Hour on Rug Radio. Let's go.